can't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacido, and the Celtics played their second summer league game, lose to the Washington Wizards 103-98, fall to 0-2. Summer league, like I said last episode, doesn't mean much. Uh, last episode, we broke down uh, five five players, really four players, uh, and those were Jordan Walsh, J.D. Davison, Champagny, and Jay Scrub. Uh, going to talk about those guys again today, just because I think those are the only ones that really have any sort of chance uh, within the system. But I'm going to also talk about two other guys that are kind of making a name for themselves, uh, that could be moving themselves into you know, still considered G League guys or potential two-way guys on other teams. Uh, but to get things started here, I want to talk about J- J.D. Davison first. Uh, the Celtics signed J.D. Davison to another two-way contract this year. So this is his final opportunity at a two-way contract. Uh, He really struggled in this one. The Celtics officially announced it midway through the first quarter. A lot of people are like, oh, my God, he signed it during the timeout. That's not exactly how that works. takes a little bit of time for things to become official. Uh, However, congratulations, J.D. Davison. Now on to the game. There is not much to congratulate him for. Uh, this was this is a really tough outing for J.D. Davison. Four points, nine assists. He did have another really high assist game. Uh, tough shooting night, two of seven from the field. 0 of three from three. But the turnovers were outrageous. Ten turnovers in this game for J.D. Davison. Absolutely miserable performance from him. And last game, uh, I talked about the fact that a lot of those turnovers for him were, you know, on passes, not necessarily dribbling. And a lot of that can kind of be attributed to the fact that they just have not played together a lot. Uh, And I gave him a a little bit of a pass. Last game played a lot better than he did tonight uh, or yesterday for that matter. J.D. Davidson in this one turned the ball over dribbling turn the ball over passing, turn the ball over just by literally standing there. Like he was tough in this one and not a good way, not in a good way, tough. Uh, so really bad performance overall from J.D. Davison. And kind of sticking on that train, Jordan Walsh struggled a lot in this one as well. The shot was not falling. Uh, he ended up with 12 points, two rebounds, three assists, a steal. Uh, but the shooting, 4 of 14 from the field, tough shooting night, 1 of 6 from 3. Now, this game, J- he showed a little bit more than what he showed last game. Obviously, last game, you looked, you saw the shots falling. You saw the confidence that he was taking some of those shots. Great. Jordan Walsh in this game, a couple of these shots, which do skew these stats, were last-second rushed shots that he just kind of ended up with the ball in his hands. And he had to throw it up. So a couple of them, if he didn't shoot, it was a it was a shot clock violation. Like it was that that tough against the clock. Uh, but overall, it, it's just a it's a tough night for Jordan Walsh. And honestly, when the shot's not falling, he doesn't really have much else to his offensive game. He doesn't put the ball on the floor at all, uh, which to me is a little concerning. 
we did talk about, you know, his quote, you know, he wants to play the role in summer league that he would be playing for the, the actual Celtics, uh, which is kind of that catch and shoot three and D type guy. And he's really taking that to heart, which can hurt the summer league team because they need someone outside of Jay scrub, which we'll talk about. They can put the ball on the floor and make a, make a move. Jordan Walsh isn't really doing that right now. I will give Jordan Walsh a lot of credit for this one because last podcast we talked about on-ball defense being good, off-ball defense being all over the place. I think he cleaned up a lot of that. Like off-ball defense was significantly better, didn't get lost, uh, didn't give easy baskets up to the other team because he was too focused on the ball. Uh, Overall, defensively, better outing. And the one thing that he did have going for him in this game versus game one of summer league, I thought he moved the ball really well in this game, like really well. He probably could have had five assists if guys just hit shots, but I thought the passing from him was significantly better. And we saw it off of cuts. Uh, We saw him cut to the hoop, find guys at the rim or kick out for easy buckets. Like he had a really overall a solid game. This wasn't a, Terrible game from Jordan Walsh by any means. The shooting numbers, obviously, you would like to see significantly better than what we had today. Uh, But in general, it's not a terrible game. Significantly better than J.D. Davison. Uh, But really, the stars of the show in this one, Champagne and Scrub. And I'm going to start with Jay Scrub because to me, I think he was the best player on the floor tonight. And I'll talk about Champagne. I thought he played a really good game as well. But Jay Scrub, for me, is that guy that needs a contract. Whether it be two-way or a regular standard NBA contract, I don't care. I do not want to see Jay Scrub go to another team. This is another night. 15 points for him, two rebounds, assist, a steal. Uh, 20 minutes, shot pretty efficient. 6 of 12 from the field. This guy puts the ball on the floor and can get to the rack at ease, at ease. He had a couple shots blocked in this one at the rim, uh, but this guy is so confident putting the ball on the floor and making a move. And with his frame, like he's a tall, athletic, fast guy that can handle the ball. Like this is a position of need on this roster. You need guys that can go in and play at the wing and put the ball in the basket. So if you're talking about, you know, between him and Jordan Walsh, if you need help on the offensive end, Scrub is that guy. Like he will get time over Jordan Walsh. If it's need, if you need someone to actually get baskets, Scrub is that guy. Like I would be thrilled to see the Celtics give him a two-way contract or sign him to a standard contract, but at least give him some time, get him some minutes, get him in there and playing Uh, another really good game from him. Uh, And the other guy that I talked about last podcast was Champagne. Uh, I called him trash. And tonight, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and say that I loved his night shooting wise. I still think he's all over the place. Uh, eight of 17 though, it's really not that bad, right? Uh, 21 points, 12 rebounds, seven offensive rebounds and six assists. So he was doing a little bit of everything in this one. 
he was one of two guys, actually one of three guys that had a positive plus minus. Uh, but Champagny, I think he missed five layups, got five offensive rebounds, and had five putbacks. Like, no joke. Out of his 21 points, 10 of them are probably from putbacks. Out of his seven offensive rebounds, five of them were probably putbacks. So Champagne just has a nose for the ball. I still don't think he's good enough to make the NBA team. I think a two-way roster might be fine again. Uh, but I, do, I just don't see him as a, a constant contributor. If you look at the difference between him and Scrub, it's night and day, in my opinion. And obviously, Champagne had a good game. Like He was the leading scorer for the night. Uh, but to me, that doesn't, that doesn't really tell the whole story of the game. I will give him a lot of credit for out hustling, uh, but you're in the NBA, you're facing significantly bigger, more athletic bodies. And all of these little effort plays aren't as easy to come by, you know, and I'll give, you know, Peyton Pritchard some credit there. Like he's done a really good job of that throughout the, throughout the seasons that he's been on the team. Uh, but this is a different ball game. Summer league versus the NBA game. Champagne's not going to be going out there missing layups and getting his own rebound. So I just I don't see a world where he makes a work like a huge difference on this roster. If you want to give him a two-way spot, I think you need to see two more games from him. But I don't see any world where the Celtics are like, okay, yeah, let's sign him to a standard NBA contract. But overall, solid game. Give him credit, right? I think you give credit where credit's due. I just kind of trashed on him after the last game. I still don't think he's a, a great player by any means. Uh, but tonight was tonight was fun. As far as energy goes, he had it the entire game, start to finish. Uh, it was the reason the Celtics were in the game for a lot of it, because he was so active on the offensive glass, giving the Celtics an opportunity. Uh, so overall, give the guy his flowers. Uh, but I do want to talk about two other guys here because we talked about the Celtics really about the summer league in general. You don't have a ton of spots to give guys. You've got three two-way spots now. This year, that changed. It used to be two last year. They have three to give out. J.D. Davison already got one of them. That leaves two other two-way contracts, potentially – one that gets signed to a standard contract. Now, Jordan Walsh already has a standard contract, so we're talking potentially one other. And that's if, and it's a, it's a big if, we can't get anyone else. But the way that everything kind of seems to be shaping up, that's a possibility. If they trade Brogdon for someone else, we're losing depth. We're going to need to bring in someone else it might even be a two-for-one deal because this is the last year where you can really do that to match salaries. So you might see a scrub get a standard contract. And by scrub, I mean Jay Scrub and not scrub as in a, a bad basketball player like myself. Uh, but anyway, I want to talk about two other guys that kind of played pretty well in this game, making a, a case for a two-way contract uh, whether it be with the Celtics or in general uh, on another team. But before I dive into that, I want to take a quick break for Word from our sponsors. 
This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilizes the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. All right, so I want to talk through a couple players that played fairly well in this game. Again, still don't think it's realistic they get a spot. However, they're making a case. And the first guy was Azubiki. Now, is a guy, he's a big, big body. And he went out there, 14 points, 10 rebounds, two of which were offensive, had a block, super efficient uh, on seven of seven shooting. Now, this is a guy, I mean, we're, at the big man position, we're pretty set with Robert Williams, Porzingis, uh, and Al Horford. I don't think that a big man position, a, a center, is really a position of need at this point. We also have Cornette likely coming back. This guy, 6'11", big, big body, big body, played really well in college, could come out here and kind of make a name for himself. This could be a Cap and Gelly situation where they put him back into a two-way contract just to keep him in the system. Uh, but really, solid overall game from him. Like, made an impact. He led the team in plus-minus with a plus-four. Again, not really a position of need, but with Al Horford aging, it might be soon. Al Horford might retire at the end of this year. In fact, probably going to retire at the end of this year. Azabiki is certainly not a replacement. He's not someone that's going to leave the paint and shoot. But we've got Porzingis locked up for a little bit now, too. So Azabiki could play more of that center role, split time with Rob, down the line. Again, don't think this is a this year thing whatsoever. We'll see how he develops. But potential for a two-way contract for him. The other guy that played pretty well, is Bean. You know, 21 minutes in this one, 10 points, five rebounds, two assists, two blocks. Defensively was fine. The shot's there. Like they said it on the broadcast too, but the shot is there. Two of three from three. Looks fluid. Can shoot. Second straight game where the, the shot has been fine, right? Handles all over the place though. Uh, had four turnovers in this one and Frankly, not a huge usage guy. But every time he tried to dribble the ball, this happened twice in transition where he's dribbling up the court and just lost the ball. And I'll give a little bit of you know hate to Greasel on that too. 
you know, he ended up with three points, but Greasel also had three turnovers. Both of them really struggled putting the ball on the floor. Uh, so it's it's tough. I mean, those are really the two people, though, Bean and Azubiki, that played well, looked like they could help out. Mulder's another guy. I mean, he's actually played in the NBA. Uh, not a ton, but he's had some games where he's played. Uh, the shot looks fine there, too. So, I mean, if you want to add him into the mix, great. But I don't really think that that's going to be a, a huge signing either. Again, we didn't really see anything from him the day before, the game before. Uh, but at this point, I mean, you're looking at pretty much Jordan Walsh, who already has his NBA contract, J.D. Davison, who already has a two-way contract. You've got Champagne that was on one last year. Jay Scrub, who certainly looks like he deserves it. Uh, Azabiki might be working his way into it. Bean might be working his way into it. Uh, but overall, you know, the it's definitely not a, a good team by any means. But there are some guys that can help out or potentially could help out at the upper level. So we'll see. There's still two games left here. Uh, that's where we're going to wrap things up for today, though. The Celtics play again, uh, I believe, Wednesday. So hop on again after that. Talk about the Celtics. Hopefully we see a better performance from Jordan Walsh, a better performance from J.D. Davison uh, that are both under a contract at some point already. Uh, and we'll see what the rest of these guys can do. But again, that's where we'll wrap things up for today. If you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die, and our YouTube page, Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. And make sure, more, most importantly, five-star written review. Wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, rate, review the podcast. Pushes me up in the rankings. Greatly appreciate it. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We'll talk soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?